Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 1077 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. Hey, Mark Frankhouse. Hi, Mark. How are you? Good, man. This weather just sucks. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, I was getting ready to go out this morning. Like, yeah. if you haven't left yet, don't go. Well, yeah, oh, either yeah. don't, <laughs> either don't leave ever, um, or start your car like forty five minutes early. Yeah, because I've never had this before. I will say I've never had this happen before. Okay, in as far as I can remember in my entire life living, living in, in Michigan, Michigan. Okay, where. The ice will not come off my windshield. I'm scraping it, and it's doing nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's easily, I don't know, an eighth of an inch of ice, like a sheet yeah, on a all sheet. the vehicles. Yeah, I, I was able to, like, chisel a small viewing path yeah. away, but I was I had the heat running into both windshields, like front and back, for about yeah. a half hour Yeah. before I could even leave. Now, this is, this is something that I've been used to because we don't get as much snow further south, mm -hmm. but we do get the ice. We get the freezing rain and the ice. So I'm used to this happening in the winter. Like, yeah. This is normal for me. Right. Um, are you aware of the little grooves on the back of your ice scraper? Those are to break the ice sheet so you can get a ridge and then get your ice scraper up underneath it. Didn't work. Didn't work at all. Didn't work at all. I, I will say this morning, I was telling you when we got in here, I yeah. had I had full plans because I woke up, uh, I don't know, maybe one o'clock last night and I looked out and I was like, okay, it's going to be a nightmare getting out of here in the morning. I yeah. need to leave early. I was like, yes, I'm going to get up early, take my shower early, maybe all good. I get outside and my truck is literally frozen shut. Yeah. Um. Did not plan for that. So... Because it's a newer truck, there's a lot more plasticky parts on it. Yep. And I've already got some damage on the passenger side on one of the handles. So I was like, I don't want to break my driver's side handle. So I'm like <laughs> lightly tapping all around the door and the handle trying to break the ice apart. My God. Just to get the door open. And then I finally do. And it, it took me a while to, to get in. But yeah, uh, I was planning on being here about a half hour early today. Mm. And I ended up being about 45 minutes late. <laughs> yep. Uh, that is Michigan winter right yeah, there. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was, I was definitely, I, I, I actually, uh, I learned about the, uh, the back of the ice scraper thing on accident. Oh, really? Um, I don't remember. I don't know. I was just learning to drive and we had like a really bad ice storm and I was trying to get out of the driveway. I was trying to get out to go to school because my, my parents had already left for work and like, I was running late. And I like, I was, I had slept in, I was way late as it was already. And in my half awakeness, I was using the wrong side of the scraper to try and scrape ah. the ice. And I was like, man, is my scraper broken? It's only scraping little lines and stuff. And then I kind of sobered up in that moment and realized I was using the back side of it. And <laughs> I was like, oh wait, this is making it easier for the other side to work. Science! Huh. <laughs> Science! It's almost like they did it on purpose. <laughs> oh, God. I will say, though, when I moved up here, something that was not down where I'm from, the big, long snow brooms. Oh, yeah. To put, oh, oh, that has been a godsend. I don't have to crawl up on the hood of my truck to brush all the snow off. <laughs> yep. Tell you what, man. It's a it's a different world when you come in here for winter. Oh my god! It's like god. the little the little hand brushes. Like yeah, that's cute. I remember my first one. <laughs> we have a power industrial 
push broom in the back of the freaking car. What's that generator in the back of your truck for? Oh, it's for the ice scraper for when it turns winter in Michigan. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. Yeah, Mark Frankhouse. All right, so we've been talking about this winter storm, obviously, that came through. Um, it's kind of an inconvenience this morning. Again, if you're uh, trying to get out on the roads, if you have to get out on the roads, uh, lots of extra time this morning. Yeah. And make sure the thing that you're going to hasn't been canceled or closed or postponed. And make sure it's even worth going to. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Um, but on top of that, you know, we, we knew this storm was coming for a couple of days. So, you know, we are all kind of getting prepared for it. Yesterday morning, I was reading about, um, it coming in and, you know, all the reports said north of I-96 up in Grand Rapids, you know, it was going to be mostly snow. And then south of that, it was going to be kind of a mess, right? Yeah. You know how Americans will literally measure anything in anything other than the metric system? Yeah. Like we measured the uh, the Chinese spy balloon and buses. Uh, we measure distance in football fields and hailstones by what athletic ball they're shaped like. Right. I've never heard a winter storm compared to brownies. Until yesterday. <laughs> Who did that? That would be M Live's Mark Torgrosa. Oh, that's an excellent weather reporter. Yeah. You know. But that makes I, sense. I, I was I was really caught off guard. Um he said he, he compared this winter storm to two pans of brownies. And I have questions. Uh <laughs> firstly, what the hell does that mean? Uh yeah. So this is this is exactly what he said in, in his article. He goes, this is where I figure this storm is like brownies. You have a party and two people bring brownies. One pan of brownies is poofy and airy. The brownies come up to the top of the pan. They are good. The next pan has really gooey brownies and they're only half the thickness of the other pan. It's just really thick and gooey. Oh, and those brownies may have gooey frosting on them too. In the end, each pound of each pan of brownies has one box of brownie mix in it. I'm very lost. Yep. He continues. Wow. That's what this weather, <laughs> that's what this weather system is like. Northern areas will get the poofy brownies type snow. Southern areas will get the gooey brownies type weather. In the end, we will all have slick roads. Brownies aren't slick. Brownies aren't snow. Also, snow and winter storm bad. Brownies good. No I matter think, what. I think before this guy made this analogy, he was dabbling some brownies. <laughs> I think he took some brownies and was like, oh, you know what the snowstorm is going to be like? It's going to be like a, a pan of brownies, man. <laughs> it's, it's, one's going to be like puffy and the other one's going to be like half the pan, but they're both going to be slick. It's snow, man. Brownies. Okay. Pass me one of those, dude. I need to get, I need to get on your level so I can understand what you're talking about. God. That's the dumbest thing. Sorry, bro. Weather Much system, love to you. But. Weather system got him high as hell, apparently. <laughs> it's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing The Day Five on the Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for The Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers today. I'm asking the questions. Mark is answering, looking for the sweep, but he's got some help today from Lewis. 
And if Lewis is any indication, you might have the sweep going for you today. How are you, Lewis? I'm doing wonderful. Awesome, man. Great to hear. We got to get three out of five questions correct if we do. Uh, man, I sweep the week for the first time in a long time. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, but uh, Meatball, looking to salvage at least a point for the week today. So let's see what we can make happen. I'm ready. Let's do this. All right, here we go. Spinning the wheel. Question number one, we're talking about sports. Okay. This is in the NBA, so if you're a Pistons fan, yeesh. Um, question number one. There have only ever been five quadruple doubles in the NBA history. Oh. Who is responsible for two of them? Now, for the record, quadruple double, as far as I know, is points, assists, rebounds, and blocks. Gotcha. Okay. So who is responsible responsible for two of the five ever quadruple doubles in the NBA? Gotcha. Is it Russell Westbrook, Hakeem Olajuwon, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? That's a tough one. It mm. is, but you know what? I feel like I know this. Uh, I feel like I've seen this somewhere. And I'm... it's it's been one of those rare stats because several people have come close. Yeah, and there's I think there's been one or two recent in the last five or six years. If I'm not mistaken, it's Hakeem Olajuwon. That's what I was thinking. Also, I know it's not Matt Russ, but he's too. What happened back in the day? So yeah. Yeah. let's go with Hakeem. I'll, I'll go with you. Let's go with Hakeem Olajuwon. Final answer. Final. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with you. All right. Off to a yes. good start. It is Hakeem Olajuwon. He is responsible for two of uh, the five quadruple doubles. That was NBA. a beast, man. Dude, unbelievable player. <laughs> Question number two. This is paleontology. Oh, neat. Where was the largest ever T Rex skeleton found? Was it in South Dakota, Canada, or Montana? It was. You seem very confident for a second there. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it was South Dakota. Okay. Because the largest T-Rex skeleton name is Sue. It now resides in a museum in Chicago. And that whole thing was documented on Dinosaur 23. Was it? Was, was Sue the one that was sold privately at one time? It was, yes. So yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, they discovered it in South Dakota. Mm -hmm. um, so Lewis, any any input on this? I have no clue. No clue at all. <laughs> Let's go all right. South Dakota. Sticking with South Dakota. Well, you are correct. Sue is from South Dakota. Sue is the most complete skeleton and once was the largest ever found in 1990. However... A few years later, in Canada, oh wow, Scotty was found. Scotty. He is the largest T-Rex skeleton ever found in Saskatchewan. Sweet. 42 feet long, estimated to have weighed 20,000 pounds. No, Massive. You. Yeah, I'm glad I was not around during dinosaurs. Ah, right. That's uh, Although I would have felt pretty skinny around <laughs> Question three, this is geography. What is the coldest sea on Earth? Ooh. Is it the Baltic Sea, the White Sea, or the Labrador Sea? All these are real seas? They're all real seas. Huh. And they are all salt seas. So, like, you can't say inland sea, like the Black Sea or right, anything like right, that. These sure. are these are all, like, connected to the ocean. Yeah. Um, man, I've never... That, that's going to be a tough one. I think this is going to be a shot in the dark here because... Yeah, I, I've never heard of the Labrador. I've... I mean, you know, when I ever heard of the Baltic, and that's... 
in Alaska. That's that's that. Yeah. Okay, so I'll kind of give you a region of where some of these are. Okay, the Baltic Sea is up there in between like Denmark and and Finland and Sweden. Sweden, that's the Baltics. You know, yeah, that's where that sea is. The White Sea is up there north of like Russia and Sweden, where like the Russian. Uh, submarine bases are. Gotcha. And then the Labrador Sea is between Canada and uh, Greenland. Hmm. I'll even give you the regions. Man. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one, man. It's hard. It's really hard to pinpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's probably, it's probably not going to be the easy one, then. It's probably not going to be Baltic. So it's probably going to be one of the other two. I, you know what? Just because I, it's such a unique name, mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to go with the Labrador Sea. Just because it's a, a dog and I love dogs, <laughs> so as, at this as point, well. at this that point, that's good. my only reasoning because it's a, it's a blind guess, anyways. So yeah, I don't know. That sounds good. I don't ball figure, so let's go with Labrador. Yeah, let's go with Labrador. Final answer. Stick with Labrador. Final yeah. answer. It's the white. White Sea, correct. I wanted to say white. Labrador Sea Uh, is the largest of the three, which means it has more opportunity for warmer water to move into it. Baltic Sea is the further south. The White Sea, almost consistently covered in ice. Yeah. That's why the Russians use it for their submarine bases, because they can hide all their submarines under the ice. That's wild. My gut instinct has been on fire this week. Like, I've just... You should probably listen to your gut more. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, I have. That's why I'm 4-0 to this week. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, question number four. This is animals. All right. What animal provides a majority of the protein eaten in Peru? Is it llamas, guinea pigs, or chinchillas? Oh, my God. The primary meat source for people in Peru. Man, <laughs> gotta be llama. They think llama's a big animal. Llama, hmm. yeah, llama's a big, a big animal. animal. I mean, guinea, guinea pigs. pigs. Guinea pigs. I don't want it to be guinea pigs. <laughs> it's so adorable. And chinchillas too. They're adorable. I know, but the thing is, chinchillas are fast as hell. They are. That's true. So like catching them is not an easy feat, even if you have one as a pet. They're adorable. They're the softest creatures in the world. Hard to chase a chinchilla. If you were chasing guinea pigs, you might accidentally step on it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are you feeling, man? I mean, llamas, you know, for protein, I mean, he's, but but I don't know. He's a big animal. Yeah. Mm, I don't want it to be guinea pigs. So let's say llama and just hope that it's not guinea pigs. Final answer? Yeah, final answer. Your gut was right again. Oh, my God. It's guinea pigs. How dare you, you bastards? Llamas are the... the guinea pigs allowed? Llamas are the biggest, but they are not... There's not a huge population of them there. Guinea pigs, it's actually an old delicacy Ah, for the Incans. I'm gonna... Oh. I'm going over there I'm going over there and I'm going to have a word Can you imagine like them walking into a pet store in the US and being like Ooh, buffet Chowing down on a guinea pig on a stick Come on guys, what the trash Alright, question number five This is sports again I think if you if you get this one No, you, no, already, you yeah. got the point for the week Yay, I did Finally all right, that's small victories. We're going to do question five for you, though. Uh, this is sports. All right. Hopefully you get this one. Which one of these teams did Babe Ruth not play for? Was it the Boston Red Sox, the Chicago White Sox, or the Boston Braves? Boston Braves. Don't believe he played for the Boston Braves. Don't think so. White Sox. I know he played for the Red Sox. Yep. 
Um, and that was like a big deal when that happened. I will say there's one team he played for that's not on this list. Right. Yeah, it's got to be the Braves, Boston Braves. I mean, it was way back when. Well, uh, Boston Braves were around before they went to Atlanta. Yeah. I don't remember when they moved to Atlanta, but I want to say it was in the 40s or 50s, maybe. I can't huh. recall. That's weird. Not really a Braves fan. Yeah, I think it was the Braves. I can't recall. Yeah, let's go with Braves. Sticking with Braves? Yeah, we'll Braves. Yeah, yeah. I, although I think it's the White Sox. But, uh, yep, yeah. Babe Ruth never played in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, he played games in Chicago. He never played for Chicago. Yeah. He was obviously a Yankee, a Red Sox, and then before he was a Red Sox, he played for the Boston Braves. Yep. Had a feeling, oh well, well, we ignored the gut today, but <laughs> hey, you know what? We can afford to do that when you're 4 and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, congratulations to Meatball for uh, taking the, uh, the, the point today. Yep. Taking the spirit victory. And Lewis, congratulations, Lewis. You have got the dozen uh, donuts to Sweetwater. Right. Thank you very much. I could help you out better. Hey, all good, man. It was appreciate you uh, having on with us today. Yeah, no worries, Lewis. And, and you get a you get a box full of punch keys, so I mean that's gonna be pretty awesome. Right. That is good. Galvin's News Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Today is the last day for New Year pay. Yes. We're trying to give you $15 in Michigan Lottery Scratch Off. Get your New Year started with some money in your pocket. Mm. So you're going to be listening for Sharp Dressed Man. That is in the 9 o'clock hour. So there's no doubt you're not going to miss that one because, I mean, you're going to be listening all 9 o'clock hour, anyways. Mm-hmm. We got vinyl and 45. We got dining deals, yep. first beer with bells. So you're definitely going to be hearing it in the 9 o'clock hour. So when you hear Sharp Dressed Man after 9, hit us up, 978-1077. When you hear Sharp Dressed Man, and you are going to get your hands on $15 in Michigan Lottery scratch-offs. And we know a few people who have gotten those scratch tickets and want a little bit of cash, you know? I mean, we're giving these to you for free. Right. So any cash you went off of them is, you know, free money, basically. Get that freaking money. Yeah. And a few of them, uh, I believe, uh, are these the ones that are up to like 5000 Yeah, I believe so. So you can win up to $5,000 with one of these tickets. And we're giving you $15 worth of them, so you got a good, you know, decent chance of winning them. Yeah, and if you hit big, you could, you know, cut us... Cut us a little bottom line on yeah, that bad boy. Yeah, right? I mean, you, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what radio people make, but it's not exactly, you know, celebrity money. <coughs> what? I mean, I've... You got that beer coming up anytime soon? Yeah, no, jo- <laughs> yeah, no I depressed myself. <laughs> um, New Year pay coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. Again, ZZ Top, Sharp Dress Man. Listen for it, 978-1077, B-Caller 7, and we'll get you those uh, $15 in Michigan Lottery scratch tickets. On demand now at the Rocker app. And more next. This is the Rocker Morning Show on Kalamazoo's Rock Station. 1077 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 1077, excuse me, 7 RKR. Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. Hey, Mark Frankhouse, man, Meatball. Any any doubt that... We're we're not live in in this studio. That just put it to bed, put it to rest. Uh, speaking of uh, being put to rest, there uh-huh. is some uh, there's some strange things happening, man. Okay. In Kalamazoo, um, I thought this was a joke. Uh, I, when somebody brought up drive through funeral home, I thought somebody was making a joke. Okay, that's a real thing. How okay. Are we talking driving through in the sense of like, I'm going to Burger King, I order my funeral and they give it to me at the second window? No, like, like, like 
you drive up to the window and you see the dead person. Oh. You see the person who's being laid to rest. So it's like when you walk up and pay your respects and walk away, except yeah. they're in a window and you drive by to do it. That is a real wow. thing, apparently. Um, this is... What happens if you're on the passenger side Well, of your best friend's I ride? don't think you're going to miss that. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I don't think this is the kind of thing you can't really see. Um, <laughs> Paradise, Paradise Funeral Chapel in Saginaw does this. Uh <laughs> I, this is just really weird, man. This this conversation was going on in Vanished Kalamazoo, and I th- I was curious if this was a legit thing, uh-huh. and apparently it is. Uh, and apparently this this took place at a I don't know if they still do it, but uh, uh, Langlands in South Burdick apparently did this uh, for de- delicate situations. There was a wow. former cop who commented. He said, uh, "Not sure when the feature was introduced, maybe the late sixties or seventies." Um, or or how long it was offered? Um, yeah. he's like, he, you know, he said it seems kind of tasteless. Um, but uh, he said that during certain situations they would allow it, like when a family member who was physically unable to enter the funeral home wanted to pay their res- uh, respects, a, a medically yeah. quarantined mourner, or um, you know, someone who was convicted not allowed out of jail had special transport or an escort. <laughs> He said, well, he used to be a cop, so this used to actually happen. So, like, people in handcuffs roll up in the back of, like, a prison van driven by a cop, and they just look through Uh, the grated window of the van? Apparently, yes. Wow. This was a thing. Okay. I don't know. This kind of ruins the whole concept of a drive-thru for me. Now Uh, I'm going to feel guilty if I'm Uh, ever in a drive-thru Okay, so, like, they're just on display. I guess they have them, like... Standing up or laying down? I get laying down, probably. Yeah, most likely. So you have to have a vehicle that's at least tall enough to be able to see it. Because if you, if they're up on the little cart, yeah, in a window, like if you're driving by on a little Honda Civic that's been lowered, you're you're just going to see the bottom of the casket. I don't know how it works. I've never seen it before. You pull up and I it's am... got a lift and just lift you up so you can see it. And then, like a little kid, when you go up right. to funerals, you have to pick them up so they can see him. You know. Yeah, I have no idea how it works, man. It sounds really messed up to me. I do remember hearing about this during the pandemic because, like, you know, obviously people were dying uh, during that time, but we were, we, yeah. we wanted social distancing and you didn't want to gather in a bunch of rooms so they would do something like that. But I always thought those were like special circumstances. This is a real thing that was happening even before then. Yep. That's so that crazy. is a real thing. You can see this on the 1077 RKR app. I'm I'm curious if you guys know anything about this to hit us up and let us know if you've heard about like if they still do this or what place cuz there was one person who said that they actually there was a like a church or something that did this but the building that used to do it apparently just got torn down like a couple days ago. Okay, okay. So, if you guys know anything about it hit, hit us up and let, let us know because this seems Really strange. I am one of those deep, dark people who has a sick sense of humor sometimes. If this were an option for me, and hear me out. Yeah. I would want everyone to come through one at a time, not like back to back, but like go through, go, you know, whatever, reset. But I want there to be a curtain in front of the window. You pull up, you push the button or whatever, and it draws back the curtain. But instead of me in the casket, they have me plastered up against the window (laughs) <laughs> just like I face planted trying to get out of there. <laughs> that won't traumatize anybody. I mean, the people I'm really worried about it traumatizing will probably be long gone anyway. 
you know, like my parents and grandparents and whatnot. Like I'm planning on doing this when I'm like 90 years old. Just imagine me as like this funny ass 90 year old dude just slammed against the glass window when you peel back the curtain. Like I think that's funny. But I'm, like I said, I'm a deep, dark humor person. Clearly. <laughs> Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Uh, hold on, I get a, I get a sneeze. Okay. <sighs> oh, bless you. Got it. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> Was that a popcorn that came out of your nose? No, it's probably boogers. Okay. Um,. <laughs> At least I hope it was boogers. I don't know. I'm not going to go pick and look at it. Though. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> God, we are children, I swear. Seven um, years old, constantly. So, <laughs> something popped up on my timeline, and I don't know. This was really... <laughs> popped. Popped up, yes, literally. Um, I had deja vu while I was writing this this morning, okay. and I'm pretty sure I've never written about this. I've never seen this before. This fits right into Weird Ass Wednesday. Um Back in 2020, the Kingman Museum in Battle Creek were uh -huh. uh, moving out of the museum, and they noticed something fall out of the nasal cavity okay. of their 10,000-year-old saber-toothed cat skeleton. Okay. They thought it was it was a small white object. They thought it was uh, one of their tooth and their, one of the teeth in the skeleton. They're like, oh no! And they were like, wait a minute. They looked at it and they're like, it is a partially popped popcorn kernel oh, okay so like some little kid walked by and like put it in his nose or something like that no because they they didn't have access to do that oh wait what they, they were not able to walk up and put popcorn in in the nose okay there's I'm, no food allowed in there first off well okay second off there's no no chance to do this like they they were moving that there was no way that anybody could have done this. Was it like protected by something? I think so. Yeah. So they were they were moving in there. They were like, "How the hell did popcorn end up in the skeleton's nose?" So they looked and they found a 1972 Battle Creek Inquirer article uh -huh. that talks about the uh, at the time the Kingman Museum's director Robert Lerner uh -huh. having a money saving idea. To use popcorn to pack away skeletons. So, <laughs> so get this. I don't know if you guys have heard about this before. If you have, you'll know what I'm talking about. This is hilarious. So, back in 1972, uh, the Battle Creek Inquirer posted an article. They published an article, rather. They said, what do you do with a couple 10,000-year-old skeletons that are in the way when you want to do a little spring cleaning and redecorating? Why, just pop a lot of popcorn. Put the skeletons in a crate and then fill it up with popcorn. The museum is now being remodeled and the problem of what to do with a skeleton of a saber-toothed tiger and dire wolf, two animals that lived in this area during the Ice Age, presented a little bit of a problem. At first, Lerner figured he would have to crate the skeletons, pack them with chipped styrofoam, but when he discovered that it would be quite expensive operation, yeah. he came up with another plan. So... They brought someone in and they cooked 56 pounds of popcorn kernels and oh turned it into packing gosh. corn. And that popcorn was lodged in the skeleton of the saber-toothed tiger cat <laughs> nose for 48 years. <laughs> Clearly, it made for great packing material and uh, obviously a long-term snack. <laughs> Can you believe that? 48 years this piece of popcorn was in this skeleton's nose. Just imagine like if they hadn't figured that out. If they if the inquirer hadn't written that article about it or right. anything like that. If there was no history behind 
the popcorn and they just dug into it and they eventually just made the assumption that i don't know maybe saber two tigers were vegetarians and loved popcorn back in the day i don't know yeah no uh i cannot believe this that is phenomenal imagine like 42 years like that is a long time but imagine like a couple hundred years from now yeah if that had happened this may have never been they may have never found this they'd have been like okay now i'm generally concerned Set the needle and crank the knob. It's Mark Frankhouse, and I've got another crucial addition to your record collection. It's Vinyl and 45 on the rocker. Often referred to as Led Zeppelin 4, but not actually having an official title, the album was Led Zeppelin's demonstration that their music, not their name, would define the band as they decided the new album would simply feature four symbols, each representing a member of the band, and would be arguably the greatest release to date, featuring Stairway to Heaven, Black Dog, and Rock and Roll. This album left no mixed reviews and remains one of the greatest greatest rock albums of all time. Led Zeppelin 4 needs to be in your collection. This has been Vinyl and 45 on 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Well, normally we would have a guest in the studio right now for Dining Deals, which we just announced a little bit ago. You can get details up on the Rocker app and as well at WRKR.com. All you need to do is look for Seize the Deal, and you can get some incredible deals on uh, some great restaurants around town. Want to eat local, spend money locally, and help these guys out. Um, We were hoping for Louise from um, La Pinata is going to come in today, but these roads, man, I told you. They were harsh. You couldn't even get your door open today. I know. My truck was literally frozen shut. Everything was telling me not to come in today, but damn it, I love you all so much. I made it. Hey. I made my way in. Top man. But I'm not going to fault them for not trying to get on these roads. Totally accept it. But nonetheless, La Pinata, awesome restaurant in town. Yeah, absolutely. They're located off of uh, Drake. If you've never been there before, they are our dining deals restaurant of the week. Right now, you can get a $50 gift certificate to La Pinata for only $25. Dollars. It's mm-hmm. up there on the Seize the Deal tab, WRKR.com. Uh, Louise, he's the owner of La Pinata. Um, and uh, yeah, he's been a part of the community for a long time. Uh, they've got a lot of stuff there. They got a lot of family dishes and recipes from Guadalajara, Mexico. Um, and they've, they've always said their food is second to none. Uh, we have some amazing Mexican options in Kalamazoo and La Pinata. Just another great place. And they got a, a full bar up there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, dude, this, this place is unbelievable. Um, I'm, but a yeah. big, I'm a big fan of their fajitas. Yes. Like, you really cannot go wrong with their fajitas. Absolutely. So, again, they are our dining deal of the week. A $50 gift certificate. It's Friday, and the weekend's finally here. Which means it's time to crack the first beer of the weekend with Bell's Brewery and the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark on 107.7 RKR. All right, Mark, let's yes. do this. I love Fridays. Yes, it is uh, even more special now because not only do we get dining deals, yes. but we got first beer of the weekend with our friends from Bell's Brewery. And today, oh, yeah, baby. they have got the hookup. It is their Valen- yeah, their Valentine's Day special, Black India Pale Ale, Black Hearted. Oh, this it's thing, so good. I was, love this beer. It was released only at Bell's in downtown Kalamazoo for Valentine's Day. Still got some left for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So you can remember yeah. your ex. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. I We went down there. 
Oh, man. I don't remember when I was down there anymore. I had such a good time. But I ordered the Black Hearted. And, like, I, I like the darker beers, obviously. Yeah. We've we've had that discussion, you know. Um, but, oh, my God, I got this. And I was I was immediately in love with it. Uh, 7% ABV. It's got citrus, a little bit of pine. Uh, I'm not sure what a stone fruit is, but I taste it. Uh, that's what's that's ah. what's in the description for this. Um, but uh, yeah, this is oh, it's so good. And you have your chance to get your hands on some tonight because mm-hmm. they got the Echoes of Pink Floyd show mm-hmm. tonight and tomorrow. And tomorrow, um, my buddy uh, Dane, he's the drummer for the Insiders, the Tom Petty tribute. They're going to be there. Uh, Mustard Plug, Dogs in a Pile, Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, and Built to Spill, all going to be there soon as well. I want to talk about some of the other beers they've got on tap, too, um, because they're putting out the Imperial Roundhouse. Yep. Um, The Icebox Cake Stout. That I'm very curious about. One, it has stout in it, and two, it has cake in it. So I'm very excited about that. All good things. Yeah. Upper Hand Maple Sugar Bush Doppelbach. What? Oh. There's nothing wrong with any of those. Oh words. my gosh. The Flanders mm. Red Age wine barrels. Ooh. That sounds really, really good. Um, yeah, Flanders Red. Gonna have to get down on that. And then, of course, we're o- we're a little over a month away from the big day, Meatball. Oberon Day! Yes. That's happening from 10 to 10, March 20th. So make sure to uh, mark that down right now on your phone. Put it in your uh, calendar, your notes. One way or another, we're going to be out there. We might be out there in an official capacity with the radio station, or yeah. we might just be out there drinking a lot of Oberon that day. Just living it up. Because t- I've told the story before. The very first beer I had in Kalamazoo was an Oberon. I got into town. I uh, pulled my U-Haul up in front of the hotel, walked into the bar, and said, Give me a beer. They said, what do you want? And I said, I don't know. I just moved here. Give me something local. Local. And he said, we just had Oberon Day last week. Good call. Here you go. Yeah. I was like, oh. Welcome to Kalamazoo. Bro. Yeah, man. It was perfect. The, okay. We need to go back to this, though. Yes. The black hearted. This it is, is so smooth, man. And I'll tell you what, like some of their, even their IPAs, man, mm-hmm. I, I, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people who don't like them because of the after. You know, they say they taste it's, like it's, a pine tree it's, or whatever. Yeah, it's the hoppy, it's the hoppy finish. I'll tell you what, this is as smooth as it comes to. Mm-hmm. And for being a dark, uh, a black IPA too. Yeah. I mean, just top of the line, so man. So smooth, man. Mm. Mm. If you guys aren't getting down with this like us, first beer of the weekend, listen, this is what it's all about. We're yep. here. Okay, we are here. We have finally made it to the weekend. We got to enjoy it. That's right. First beer is cracked for the weekend. And Mark, actually, that means we have something we want to give away, too. Yeah, $40 gift certificate to Bells. You can spend it on anything you want. 978-1077. Call number seven. Thanks to our friends at Bells. You're going to get a $40 Bells gift certificate right now. 978-1077. Cheers to first beer of the weekend. Get this gift certificate. Meatball, cheers, brother. Whoa, don't break your bottle. Take it easy over there. Hey. It's a this weekend. Is, this is sipping beer, man. No games. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, I want to live in this.